here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Mark Levin here, our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811, I don't know, America. You've got a guy here who bought a gun illegally, filled out the form illegally, committed perjury, because he was a drug addict. He's mishandled the gun threw it away to try and conceal it. Then he had somebody go get it. He's on videotape waving it around. There's an individual over a two-year period made one and a half million dollars. And during that two-year period didn't pay his federal income taxes, Mr. Producer. And then he catches up and pays them late because, well, they're on to him. And um, now they're going to hit him with uh, misdemeanors. It's going to get pretrial detention agreement on the gun, the possession of a gun as a drug user, which simply means he's going to get off scot-free. He'll, he'll, he'll never do a minute at a time in prison. They'll give them parole when they're done. Two misdemeanors on taxes. I I can't imagine anybody out there earning that kind of money, not paying their taxes, and being treated this way. And all this had to be signed off by the Department of Justice. This U.S. attorney, who was serving a special counsel for these purposes, from Wilmington, Delaware, he couldn't do this on his own. Remember, a special counsel reports to the Attorney General. The Attorney General recuses the Deputy Attorney General. So I want you to keep this in the forefront of your mind. At the very time that Merrick Garland and his Deputy Attorney General and all the rest of them over in that crap house 
were preparing to sign off on Donald Trump's indictments, throwing the book at him, even creating a book to throw at him. At the same time, they were trying to figure out how to go soft on Hunter Biden. And even more, they never stepped outside to look at the connections to the father. Apparently, they never even looked at the laptop. They never looked at anything, Mr. Producer. Now, you and I, as honest Americans, taxpaying Americans, hardworking Americans, who believe in this country, it's getting harder and harder, isn't it? This is the latest example. But it's been going on a while now. If you've been awake, and we are, and watching the last five, six, seven, eight years, even before that, but especially now. And it's going to continue. The war against our justice system. The war against our immigration system. The war against people based on their race. The war on our economic system. The war on property rights. Who's responsible for this? Well, many people are, but I took a look at this, ladies and gentlemen. And there's one thread that connects it all, the Democrat Party. Whether you go back to slavery, whether you go back to the Civil War, you go back to what is it? Segregation. You go back to the Klan. You go back to lynching. You go back to efforts even in the past century. Eugenics. Segregation. Jim Crow. And then they flip to Marxism. CRT. The Democrat Party is central to all of it because the Democrat Party is the most dangerous and disastrous political entity in America. It's got power. It's got size. It's ubiquitous throughout the culture. Television. Newspapers. In fact, the media today are circling the wagons around Hunter Biden and the Bidens. These cases aren't usually prosecuted. The Department of Justice was very harsh because the media today are propagandists. They think you're stupid, but you're on to them. That's why you have nothing but contempt for people like Bill Barr, Chris Christie. Me too. Some of us were fooled by them. Never Chris Christie. But not anymore. Not again. The Democrat Party in America in many ways is like the Communist Party in China 
or the single-party system effectively in Russia, or any other autocratic party. It wants one-party rule, seeks to destroy all competition, it insists on conformity, it pushes groupism over individualism, and it's reached a point in this country where we are losing it. As I like to say, we're not looking into the abyss, we're in the abyss, trying to claw our way out. Now, last year this time, I thought to myself, how do we deal with this? People ask me all the time, what do we do? I'm not God. I don't have this kind of power. You might recall when you look at the Bible... That almighty God was defied from time to time. Was he not, Mr. Producer? Yes. He was defied from time to time. And the people suffered. Well, I'm not God. I'm just one mortal human being. But I can fight. I can push. Together we can lead. And that's what I'm trying to do. There are mortal human beings throughout our history who've made a difference. You can make a difference. The Democrat Party hates America. There's really no debate about this. Except among them, but they're liars. They never have anything good to say about this country, ever. They've destroyed our justice system now. They've destroyed it. Every now and then we'll get a good ruling, but it's the exception, not the rule. And by good ruling, I mean just, fair, and legal. But the Democrat Party is poison. It's cancerous. Think about it this way. If the Democrat Party had its way and we didn't have a constitution, what do you think this country would look like today, Mr. Producer? It wouldn't look much different than any other horrendous totalitarian regime, would it? As the likes of Talib, Omar, Hakeem Jeffries, And others. The type that work at Mediocreite. In Media Matters. Claw their way to the top of the system. And silence those or worse. Who don't agree with them. That's right. I said it. Because I mean it. Does it get any worse than arresting a former president of the United States? Charging him. With a host of crimes. If he's convicted by a Democrat jury in a Democrat city, he will serve the rest of his life if he's sentenced. And he'll die in prison. A case brought less than 10 days ago that could have been brought after the election, even if you're going to bring a rogue case, but didn't. They didn't wait. And then whose son is treated with kid gloves like this? 
Sounds like Cuba. Sounds like Venezuela. Sounds like Iran. Sounds like communist China. Sounds like all these places, doesn't it? All right. Well, I think it's time. In fact, it's long past time to take off the gloves, take off the mittens, stop playing games, and to brutally and comprehensively confront them. That's the point of the Democrat Party Hates America. That's the point of the book. To spell it out in brutal detail. Not to regurgitate everything you already know. And it's meant for people who can't decide what's good and what's evil. Which side to be on. It's meant for people who want to spread the word of liberty. Who want to spread the word against tyranny. It's meant for people who want to know all about it. On Amazon, and in the book flap, the publisher wrote the following. In American Marxism, Mark Levin explained how Marxist ideology has invaded our society and culture. In doing so, he exposed the institutions, scholars, and activists leading the revolution. Now he picks up where he left off, to hold accountable the true malefactors, steering our country down the wrong path. They write, insightful and hard-hitting as ever, Levin proves that since its establishment, the Democrat Party has set out to rewrite history and destroy the foundation of freedom in America. More than a political party, it is the entity through which Marxism has installed its philosophy and its new revolution. As in a Thomas Paine pamphlet or a clarion call from Paul Revere, Levin alerts his fellow Americans to the destruction this country is facing, tries to rally them to defeat the threat in front of us, more looming than ever. He writes, every legal, legitimate, and appropriate tool and method must be employed in the short and long run to defeat the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party must be resoundingly conquered in the next election and every other election, and in every way possible, or it will become extremely difficult to undo the damage it is unleashing at breakneck speed. The Democrat Party hates America needs to be a mantra that we repeat over and over and over and over again, just like Marxism, which is now being repeated thanks to you. I've never written a book like this before. And I suspect when you get your copy, you will have never read a book like this before. We're going to jump into the news again with both feet. But you can pre-order your copy right now for the first time. On Amazon.com. And be the first to receive the copy as soon as the book comes out. And it's timed on September 16th, excuse me, September 19th for a reason. To have as big of impact as possible. On the legal issues that are going on in this country. And on the election. We can use your help. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. 
If we've learned anything over the past two years, it's that unexpected things can happen. For example, average IRA and 401k balances fell 20% last year, according to Fidelity. We didn't expect that. But here's something that could help if you have an IRA or 401k. Physical gold in your IRA. The World Gold Council says even central banks are buying tons of gold. Now, what does that tell you? Learn why many Americans are turning to a gold IRA with Augusta Precious Metals. They're the best. I recommend them to my friends and family. You should call Augusta and get their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. Feels good to know there's another savings option. Diversity is the key. Call Augusta Precious Metals at 877-4-GOLD-IRA. That's 877-4-GOLD-IRA. 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Let me just say this up front, but I really don't want to say it too often. Those of you who've been listening to this program all these years, you know this. And those of you who've even been listening more recently... It takes me a year to write a book. This book probably took me longer. I haven't taken a vacation in years, other than over Christmas, obviously, where we all get off. Uh, I've been working on this project. It takes a great toll on the family. People who say, oh, you're just in it for the money. Let me tell you something. This is the least smart way for me to make money. I'm in it because I cannot stand what's happening to this country. And I'm trying to use every skill that God has given me, assuming he's given me some, to apply to this. Some people are brilliant engineers, rocket scientists. Some people are born very brave and they become police officers or military personnel. Some people drive these incredible 18-wheelers across the country that I could never do or build houses. This is what I do. And I have to do it better than anybody else and as often as I can because this is what drives me. I'll be right back. If we've learned anything over the past two years, it's that unexpected things can happen. For example, Average IRA and 401k balances fell 20% last year, according to Fidelity. We didn't expect that. But here's something that could help if you have an IRA or 401k. Physical gold in your IRA. The World Gold Council says even central banks are buying tons of gold. Now, what does that tell you? Learn why many Americans are turning to a gold IRA with Augusta Precious Metals. They're the best. I recommend them to my friends and family. You should call Augusta and get their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. Feels good to know there's another savings option. Diversity is the key. Call Augusta Precious Metals at 877-4-GOLD-IRA. That's 877-4-GOLD-IRA. 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. This is the show the New York Times is afraid of. Mark Levin. Call him now at 877-381-3811. It's going to be interesting to see 
the book with this title, The Democrat Party Hates America, how it'll be treated in uh, retail stores or even Amazon. But you can go to Amazon.com now, pre-order your copy. It's first come, first serve over there when they, when they send out the books, the pre-orders, uh, prior to the release of the book. So just want to give you a heads up. And if they decide to discount the book, they circle back and they give you the discount before they ship it just so you know. And my goal is to get this in as many hands as humanly possible by September. That is the first day that Amazon trucks all over the country are having to deliver hundreds of thousands of copies of this book. Just imagine. Just imagine people reading a book like this on a plane, at the airport, at a restaurant, spreading the word. It's time. It's time to call a spade a spade. But it does a hell of a lot more than that. And, you know, we've got time yet, and I'll go through different aspects of it as the days go on. But it is available right now at Amazon.com. You can order your copies. It'll be available in every major bookstore, we think. But uh, in any event, hope you'll check it out. Quinn Hillier, deputy commentary editor at the Washington Examiner, does a hell of a good job today of covering the Hunter Biden disgrace. And something else happened today with Hunter Biden that I'm going to want to fill you in on, too, because all the cover-ups now are being done, all the resolutions being brought to an end, trying to undermine the House Republicans who've been trying to look into this, and they've done so in an incredibly sleazy way. But first, I want, I want you to hear about this. It says, even on its own terms related to tax evasion and a gun purchase, tax evasion, this administration talks about 87,000 new IRS agents to chase you. Most of you didn't earn a million and a half dollars. Most of you pay your taxes as best you can. But the IRS agents are going to be coming after you. And an illegal gun purchase. This guy talks about gun control, Biden, all the time and blames the Republicans. Even on its own terms related to tax evasion and a gun purchase, the Justice Department's plea deal for presidential son Hunter Biden is so lenient as to be a travesty. If the plea deal represents tacit exoneration on all other possible charges, as Biden's lawyer indicated, that it's not just a travesty, but a hint of massive Justice Department corruption. Something covered in the new book so extensively, trust me, like nobody else can. First, consider the plea deal's public terms. Let's set aside the reasonable argument that one of the two gun-related charges against Biden, 18 U.S.C. Section 922G3, should be adjudicated unconstitutional because the Supreme Court keeps dodging the issue. Unless and until the Supreme Court does its job, the Justice Department should follow the American Bar Association guidelines for prosecutors, which in standard 3-4.4 says that prosecutors should avoid, quote, unwarranted disparate treatment of similarly situated persons, unquote. The department has miserably failed that standard. 
that 922G3 section charge, which prohibits gun possession by someone who uses illicit drugs, can carry up to a 10-year prison sentence. Biden will do zero. The second gun charge, which involves lying on a federal firearms background check, not only can carry up to a, excuse me, up to a separate 10-year sentence, but is prosecuted more than three-fifths of the times that federal agents receive legal referrals for it. So on all the reports from the New York Slimes, Washington Compost, their online reports, Constipated News Network, MSLSD, and all the rest, they've been lying. They bring in these phony federal prosecutors. Uh, we never brought cases like this. They always brought cases like this, and they would bring in Humpty Dumpty Mr. Uh, Bill Barr to tell you. Hunter Biden's case involves serious violations of both statutory provisions, both because he signed the form in flagrantly willful disregard of the law and because his drug use, smoking crack every 15 minutes, quote-unquote, he said, was of exactly the extreme degree that makes firearm possession supremely dangerous. Yet with not one but two major violations, and with him being obviously guilty of two tax evasion charges as well, for which he'll receive merely probation. Hunter Biden will avoid the prosecution that three-fifths of such cases receive for only one offense. The stench of favoritism is nearly suffocating. For comparison, take just one case, he says, which he's written about numerous times. A county commissioner, Mobile, Alabama, was facing a state, not federal, murder rap in 2010 for it later turned out unmistakably to be suicide by his adulterous paramour. As far as federal law was concerned, though, that separate state allegation was immaterial. Unlike Hunter Biden, Stephen Nodeen faced no other federal charges. Unlike the president's son, Nodeen was not a major violator of narcotics laws. Instead, he admitted to smoking one joint of marijuana on a beach in Florida while he owned unloaded in his house, 90 minutes away in Alabama, a handgun never even suspected of being used in any crime. Just as the younger Biden did, no Dean chose not to fight what was very mild and technical violation. Nor Dean was an eight-year Army vet with the highest nuclear biological chemical clearance available, entrusted literally physically with security for U.S. nuclear arms in Germany. He had no other federal offenses on record. Hunter Biden, by contrast, was discharged due to drug violations from a part-time public affairs position with the Navy Reserve. Did no dean, like Biden, receive a, quote, pre-trial diversion agreement, unquote, merely requiring that he remain sober for two years and otherwise face no consequences? I guarantee you that was ordered by the Department of Justice. Nope, instead the Department of Justice arranged to sentence no dean to 15 months in federal prison. Apart from the other 298 people prosecuted for what earned Biden no official charge, the Biden-Nodine comparison is a screaming example of unwarranted disparate treatment under the ABA rules. That's just on the gun charges. Charges, plural. Biden also faces no prison time for failing to pay until caught 
I got this wrong. It's worse. $1.2 million in federal taxes. Did you know that? He owed $1.2 million in federal taxes, Mr. Producer. Money that he instead used for hard drugs and high-priced, possibly illegally trafficked international hookers. The authorities filed no charges for his abundant cocaine use and seem uninterested in the Russian escort ring. Ooh. Really. Unbelievable. And he gets nothing. The guy walks. And this guy, David Weiss, you've heard over and over and over again. A Trump appointee. I've tried to explain this over and over again. Is it getting through to any of the media? When you look at the U.S. attorney, or for that matter, several of these district judges, most of these appointments, not all, but most, are the result of an arrangement, an agreement between the president and the Department of Justice on one side and Democrat senators on the other. You see, if the two Democrat senators from Delaware don't approve of the nominees to the federal district bench in Delaware, they can tag them. So the, what do they call, blue ticket them or something like that. The point is, they can block them. Indefinitely. So typically what a Republican administration does is they try and negotiate with the Democrat senators some kind of package. All right, look. We're going to appoint two of the judges. We'll let you pick one, and then we'll appoint that one that you want us to pick. Same with the U.S. attorneys. And the media know this. I live this. I was responsible in part for making judicial recommendations. But Reagan drew the line at these appellate courts and certainly the Supreme Court. But this is a practice that goes on and on and on. So David Weiss was nominally a Trump appointee, just as the federal judges in Delaware are nominally federal appointees and in Philadelphia are nominally federal appointees. It's not like Trump takes them under his wing and says, oh, I know this guy, put him on the bench. Very rare. And so it even gets worse. You know what the Department of Justice also said today, ladies and gentlemen? This is a continuing, comma, ongoing investigation. It took them five years to get to this point. But what does that do? It makes congressional oversight nearly impossible. The Republicans are trying to dig further into the Hunter Biden criminal enterprise because it leads to the Joe Biden criminal enterprise. Everybody from the mob lawyer running the Department of Justice to the mobsters at the top of the FBI and in the U.S. Attorney's Office in Washington, they're trying to protect Joe. And so no special counsel to investigate Joe, plus with this plea deal and the claim that there's a continuing investigation, there's nothing to worry about. They literally, and listen, I know this way, they literally sat around the Attorney General's conference room in the table, around the table, and came up with this scheme. That's how it works. How do we destroy Trump and get Trump? And thank you, Bill Barr, you're doing a great job for us out there. They laugh at him. I'm sure they mock him. 
And then they sit around the same table and they discuss, all right, here's what we can do. Pre-trial diversion. Um, when it comes to the tax matters, even though we'll be criticized, not a damn thing they can do about it. Uh, with the, uh, excuse me, two misdemeanors on the tax offenses and a pre-trial diversion on the, uh, on the gun violations. Plural. So Hunter will never do a day in prison. We'll close down the case, except we'll say it's a continuing investigation. Got it? Okay. Let's all go to lunch. That's pretty much how it works, Mr. Producer. And they are in your face about it because they know. They know that you have Benedict Arnold's, like the Bill Bars, legal analysts all over the place, who will do their bidding for them. And the corrupt media is out there today, as I speak right now, that this is a terrible situation for Hunter, who was an addict. It's so terrible and so forth and so on. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. If we've learned anything over the past two years, it's that unexpected things can happen. For example... Average IRA and 401k balances fell 20% last year, according to Fidelity. We didn't expect that. But here's something that could help if you have an IRA or 401k. Physical gold in your IRA. The World Gold Council says even central banks are buying tons of gold. Now, what does that tell you? Learn why many Americans are turning to a gold IRA with Augusta Precious Metals. They're the best. I recommend them to my friends and family. You should call Augusta and get their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. Feels good to know there's another savings option. Diversity is the key. Call Augusta Precious Metals at 8774-GOLD-IRA. That's 8774-GOLD-IRA. 8774-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. You know, Hunter's done nothing wrong, America. It comes right out of the horse-faced soldier's mouth, Mr. Producer. Cut one, go. Sir, there is something personal that's affecting you. Your son, while there's no ties to you, could be charged by your Department of Justice. There's no ties to you. Can I slobber over you more? There's no ties to you, sir. But what about Hunter? This is from uh, about six weeks ago. Go ahead. Let's see. First of all, my son's done nothing wrong. I trust him. I have faith in him. And it impacts my presidency by making me feel proud of him. You're an idiot. But then again, it's really not your son we're concerned about. It's you. In fact, he's very proud of his son. No surprise there. So all the apologists are out there. All the apologists are out there. It's unbelievable for Hunter Biden. All the gun control types are are running interference for the Biden family. All the gun control types. And here we have a case, basically, where Hunter Biden isn't prosecuted to the full extent of the law. I mean... Yes, the Democrat Party needs to be destroyed. 
the Department of Justice now and the FBI need to be broken into multiple pieces. We need to know exactly who they're monitoring and when. We need to know exactly how these decisions are being made. I told you how some of them are. And uh, we need to create a system where there's checks and balances within federal law enforcement now. And you'll notice how they slipped past the nationalization of the Minneapolis police system. Did you see that police department? They've nationalized it for all intents and purposes. And they've done this with a lot of local police agencies. So what they're doing is they are nationalizing local police forces while at the same time muscling up federal law enforcement, not just in numbers and resources, but in power, authority. And they're making it abundantly clear if they can take down the former president with the help of a former attorney general and all the rest of it, then uh, you don't stand a chance. Have you noticed that Chris Christie is on TV more than ever before? Because he's some great presidential candidate with his 1% support? I don't even think his entire family supports him. Why is Chris Christie all over TV? All of a sudden, he's, he's on the in list. He's on the top of the list. Because he's perfect. He's perfect. He's a bloated, fat mouth who gets on TV, trashes his own party, trashes Trump, trashes DeSantis. Perfect. That's why they bring Bill Barr on. It's perfect foil. Does a great job trashing us. More when I return. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. You know, the world would be a better place without CNN and MSNBC. I mean, Russia has Pravda and Tusk. We don't need a Pravda and Tusk in this country. We really don't. How did Hunter Biden escape prison time? It's just amazing to me. Everybody's correctly pointing out the CEO to the Trump Organization Company man's well in his 70s. He didn't report the use of the company car for tax purposes. He didn't report assisting his grandchildren going to private school for tax purposes. And he goes to prison for 15 months. How is that possible, Mr. Producer? It's sickening. Folks, this is totalitarianism. This is what's going on. Maybe I should have called the book The Totalitarian Party. Oh, and uh, for the leftists out there who are commenting online, 
It's Democratic Party, they say. Not in my mind. If you can't even define a woman. No, Democrats, fine. I didn't want Democratic for a purpose. It's time to end that, too. But here's another breaking story. It's all coming together very neatly. Very neatly. Miranda Devine, the great reporter, New York Post. Hunter Biden, baby mama London Roberts, settled child support dispute with first son's payment slashed. How do you like that? All in one day. Everything's coming up roses today. Today. For Hunter Biden, because the big guy, 10%, has decided we're going to wrap all this up. You know that's what they're doing as they get ready for this campaign. Hunter Biden and his baby mama have privately settled their child support dispute in Arkansas, according to a source close to the first son. Yeah, so they're leaking it too. London Roberts, <coughs> excuse me, 32, the mother of Hunter's long unacknowledged four-year-old daughter, agreed to her monthly child support payments being slashed by more than 75%. From $20,000 to less than $5,000. Funny how my guests wind up all over the, the cable shows the following days. Isn't it, Mr. Producer? She also is understood to have dropped her legal bid to change the little girl's surname to Biden. A request rejected by hundreds of lawyers. So <coughs> she agrees to drop her support payments that are ordered against Hunter. From 20000 a month to 5000 a month. And agrees to drop the use of the name Biden. So basically Hunter wins again. How is this possible? Well, we know how it is. It's the mob. Settlement was reached in a private conversation between Hunter and his former lover, Devon Wrights, who showed up in person to his deposition in Little Rock last week. Roberts is believed to have $11,000 in savings put aside for the child from the 750000 received from Hunter since their 2020 settlement. Oh, she must be a spendthrift. No, she has to pay for lawyers. And I suspect that was part of Hunter's strategy. Drag it out, drag it out, drag it out, and she'll run out of money. Well, I refuse to pay her more than I have. Hunter applied last year to the Batesville, Arkansas court to reduce his child support payments, citing reduced circumstances, but turned heads by flying into town last month in a friend's private jet. Where did all this crackhead's money go, really? He made millions of dollars. He owed $1.2 million over two years to the IRS. Now, he, that means he had to make four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten million dollars. Because he's, he's so brilliant. He's so, his resume is so long. During contentious legal arguments, lawyers for Roberts asked the court to jail the president's son for contempt after he failed to produce all the financial documents they demanded to prove his newfound poverty. Isn't that funny? Never happened. Never happened. News of the settlement came on the same day federal prosecutors in Delaware said Hunter had agreed to a plea deal involving federal tax charges as part of a deal with the Department of Justice to keep him 
out of jail. Part of the deal, Biden's son will plead guilty to misdemeanor counts of willful failure to pay federal income tax for 2017 and 2018. Here they are digging through Donald Trump's tax returns. A multi-billionaire with all these businesses, all these these employees, all these contractors, all these receipts and expenditures and invoice, go and go, looking for anything to get Donald Trump. They find nothing. And here we have Hunter Biden, who hasn't built a damn thing in his life, who hasn't held a real job one day in his life, feeding off his father's name as vice president, being paid by foreign governments, and corporate front groups to foreign governments, including our enemies. And here he is. And he doesn't even pay his taxes. The charges brought against Hunter were slammed by Republicans as a slap on the wrist. With the outcome of a five-year investigation that largely focused on money he received from overseas... Folks, a special counsel has one job to investigate one case. It was Hunter Biden. He was investigated for five years. And the deal is, the sweetheart deal, the sweetest sweetheart deals in American history. I would ask people out there, And I'm really serious about this. You have any kids? You have any kids who used crack or or got hooked on some drug or something like that? And when your kid got hooked on drugs or something like that, were they able to make 1.2, excuse me, multi-millions of dollars, 1.2 in taxes, multi-millions of dollars? Some kind of business? They didn't even have a business. All right, America, let's stop a second. What was Hunter Biden paid for, even if you're of the left? What was he paid for? What business did he run? Who is he lobbying for? Who did he lobby? What justified these kind of multi-million dollar payments? Nothing. And we're supposed to sit here and applaud a documents case that would put a former president in prison the rest of his life till his death. We're supposed to applaud that as equal justice. We're supposed to applaud it when they try and take out a Republican candidate that might run against Joe Biden. Applaud it, ladies and gentlemen. They don't even bring the case after the election. They bring it right in the middle of the election. And then in order to take care of the Democrats... And Biden, they broom all of this under the rug. And there's the media to help them. Screw the friggin' media. It's worse than a sweetheart deal. You ever seen anything like this in your life? And then we have these grotesque Republicans who go on TV Trashing our side. Yes, it is our side. Their side versus our side. 
That doesn't mean we love the Republican Party. It doesn't mean they do the right thing. But they're not Marxists. The other guys are. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile. If you're with them, you're overpaying pure and simple. Pure Talk can easily save your family over $900 a year. Right now, get unlimited talk, unlimited text, and ultra-fast 5G data for just $20 a month. $20 a month. What about the coverage, you ask? It's phenomenal. I'm on it. Pure Talk uses the most dependable 5G network in the nation. Just go to puretalk.com and use promo code LEVINPODCAST to get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of data. Just 20 bucks a month. Pure Talk's amazing U.S. customer service team will make switching very easy. So choose a veteran-owned company that cares about keeping jobs in America and saving you money. Go to puretalk.com. Use promo code Levin Podcast for unlimited talk and text with plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. Again, when you go to puretalk.com and use promo code Levin Podcast, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month with Pure Talk. You want to get a couple of laughs, really funny laughs? And I knew this would happen, but screw them. The left is going nuts. Read the comments on my Twitter sites and these other sites. They're going nuts. They object to the title of my book, Mr. Producer. Ask me if I care. But it's funny. You should check it out. It's just funny. There's other news going on, and we're not going to forget this. So I don't want you to think we're not going to do any hit and runs here. We never do. There's just too much else going on. Also from the New York Post, John Chris, excuse me, Josh Christensen and Caitlin Dumbas. China reportedly in talks to build military training facility in Cuba. You see, when that Blinken went over there to communist China, they laughed and they laughed and they laughed again. China is preparing to construct a joint military training facility in Cuba, potentially putting Beijing's troops less than 100 miles from American soil. That's all right. They don't mean us any harm. I can hear Blinken now. The facility, the establishment of which is under discussion but not yet a done deal, may house Chinese and Cuban forces as the two nations head toward an agreement that has caused unease among current and former U.S. military officials, reports the Wall Street Journal. The report emerged one day after Secretary of State Antony Blinken, by the way, it's spelled Antony, not Anthony, and that's the way they say it in South Philly, by the way. Did you know that, Mr. Hey, Anthony! Anthony, get over here! Anthony! What are you doing over there? Oh, yes, that's the way it works. Everybody knows him, right? Anthony Blinken wraps up his visit in Beijing visit. Complete sellout. Where he met with Chinese officials, including the president, Xi Jinping, but failed to secure the reopening of military to military communications between the two adversaries. 
Well, why should they? They have military-to-military communications with Cuba. During his visit, Blinken raised concerns about Chinese activities in Cuba. According to the State Department readout, well, that's very brave of him. Earlier this month, look, sometimes you got to do more than yammer if you're a diplomat and so forth. You send, what, let me, let me, let's step back. What do the communist Chinese do to Taiwan when they think we're getting too close to them, Mr. Producer? They send the ships out, right? So what, I mean, this is 90 miles off our shores, Key West. And I happen to like Key West. So I don't understand. Why aren't we sending any ships? I mean, they build these fake islands in international waters. They militarize the fake islands. They're buzzing our spy planes. They're buzzing our ships. They're, they're all kinds of crap going on. Here it's, I think we have an understanding. I think we have an understanding now. We had a wonderful chat. Wonderful chat we did. And, you know, as, as long as communist China is commercially well off, I think we can all be proud. Here's what the State Department spokesman had said. You ready for this? We're monitoring and responding to any PRC attempts to expand its military security presence around the world. How are you responding? And we watch closely how the PRC's actions impact the United States. Well, good. Are you observers? Or do you run the State Department? There are still challenges, and we continue to be concerned about the PRC's long-standing activities with Cuba. The PRC, why do I call it Cuba? Because Bernie the Red calls it Cuba. Because I think he was born in Brooklyn. Wasn't he, Mr. Bernie? Something like that. One of the B's, Brooklyn or the Bronx, I think it was Brooklyn. Uh, let's see. Our experts assess that our diplomatic effort with Cuba have slowed the PRC down. We think the PRC isn't quite where they had hoped to be. What are they rambling about? There are still challenges, and we continue to be concerned about PRC's long-standing activities with Cuba. The PRC will keep trying to enhance its presence in Cuba, and we will keep working to disrupt it. We have to protect the ongoing work of our diplomats and intelligence and security professionals. Sounds to me like that's the Secretary of State leaking. I'm not aware of what you mentioned, says Chinese Foreign Ministry spokeswoman Mao Ning. We hope relevant parties will focus their time and efforts on doing things that are conductive, excuse me, conducive to mutual trust and regional peace, stability, and a, oh, that's a good one. I have an idea. Stop stealing our crap, you idiot. Stop threatening our military. Stop building bases in our hemisphere. How's that? Is that constructive? Chinese diplomat, <coughs> excuse me, cholera. Chinese diplomats told Secretary Blinken, that's Anthony to you, that the U.S. must choose between cooperation with China and conflict. Mike Gallagher, Republican Wisconsin, said, the CCP seeks to paint any competition that is any competitive action that does not further its authoritarian vision as a provocation. The Biden administration must push back against this insidious framing and not so veiled threat. Only one party seeks to upend the peaceful status quo in the Taiwan Strait. 
Only one party is committing genocide. Only one party is militarizing islands in the South China Sea. The Chinese Communist Party. That's right. And only one party is trying to lock up the leader of the other party. And only one party ensured that its president's son didn't even get a slap on the wrist, got a kiss on the ass. That's right. Only one party, one party, is destroying America with some help from the other party when it gets tepid and passive. Beijing cut off the hotline between the two militaries after then-House Speaker Nancy Pelosi visited Taiwan. I don't even know what that means, they cut off the hotline. Is there only one way to communicate with the communist Chinese military? I have an idea, Mr. Producer. Put information in an envelope, mark it super top, top, topest of secrets. They'll steal it, and then they can read it. Then you've communicated with them, don't you think? I think so. China is not the old China of 120 years ago, and we are not Iraq, Syria, or Afghanistan. We will not allow any foreign force to bully, suppress, or enslave us, said Chinese foreign ministry spokes idiot. Watch again. China's military frequently performs maneuvers. All right, you know the story. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we bullying you, communist China? It sounds to me that under Biden and Blinken, no, no, no. They're caving. They're appeasing. The only, the only people that Biden bullies is us. Very courageous, very strong leader in that regard, isn't he? So he'll use police state tactics against us, but he won't stand up to the communist Chinese. And why should he? They've made life good for the Biden family. Brother, son. I'll be right back. Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile. If you're with them, you're overpaying pure and simple. Pure Talk can easily save your family over $900 a year. Right now, get unlimited talk, unlimited text, and ultra-fast 5G data for just $20 a month. $20 a month. What about the coverage, you ask? It's phenomenal. I'm on it. Pure Talk uses the most dependable 5G network in the nation. Just go to puretalk.com and use promo code Levin Podcast to get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of data. Just 20 bucks a month. Pure Talk's amazing U.S. customer service team will make switching very easy. So choose a veteran-owned company that cares about keeping jobs in America and saving you money. Go to puretalk.com. Use promo code Levin Podcast for unlimited talk and text with plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. Again, when you go to puretalk.com and use promo code Levin Podcast, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month with Pure Talk. This is the nation's town hall meeting, and you can join in at 877 381 3811. Something very interesting happening here. Most of you will get it. This is Jerusalem Post. Top Israeli German defense officials advance 4.3 billion Arrow 3 deal. Defense Minister Director General Iyad Zamir of Israel met with State Secretary of the German Federal Ministry of Defense to discuss the sale of Arrow 3 missile system to Germany. So what's happened is Israel and the United States worked uh, for a long period of time work together on developing this uh, 
you know, the system, the patriot-type system, and uh, Israel actually has advanced it beyond where we have because we have fools who don't want to spend money on this sort of thing. In any event, um, so Israel has the Iron Dome now. It's advancing it beyond that, as I said. And their, de- their air defense system far exceeds this missile system, Germany's. So Germany is now asking to work with Israel, and Israel apparently is going to work with Germany to help them on the air defense system that's producing. Less than 80 years after the Holocaust. Isn't that amazing? German parliament approved a first advance payment of 560 million euros to Israel. It's about 4.3 billion. Despite numerous delays in the process, both the U.S. and Germany, with one delay leading to postponing the original planned visit of the German Air Force General to Israel. So, uh, in 2022, it says Germany's attitude toward defense issues underwent a sea change following Russia's invasion of Ukraine and Berlin's recognition that if Moscow turned its military sites on Western Europe, its current defenses would be highly inadequate. Currently, Germany possesses only the U.S. Patriot missile defense system, which has had mixed results in the field and is not viewed as necessarily adaptable to all the many air defense threats countries face. You know, people always, why are we helping Israel? What's it? Because Israel helps us. It improves I'm just being honest with you. It has improved our F-16s. That is our fighter jets. It has has improved our tanks. And here it's improved the Patriot system. Why? Because they can't afford any mistakes. Because there's no room for mistakes if there is an invasion by land, sea, or air. So they have to be on their toes 24-7 no matter what. And their systems have to work. They have to be extraordinarily advanced. And this is a country, really, of, of 12, 13, 14 million people. And they have to expend their money this way. They have no choice. I just thought it was interesting. It was pointed out to me by my stepson, David. Isn't it interesting how this cycle has worked here? 80 years later, the Jews coming to the aid of the German government. What are you going to be doing July 4th, Mr. Producer? Do you know? Barbecue? Will you be reading the Declaration of Independence? Seriously? You got your kids. You read it to your kids. That's what I do. Read it to the grandkids. It's nothing to scoff at. It's important. All right. Chris Clark is Hunter Biden's attorney. He's on MSLSD today. Let's go. Cut uh, with uh, Katie Turd. I mean, Tur. Cut three. Go. Do you have an idea of what the conditions are going to be? Is he going to be on probation? Uh, It's up to the court. Um, My expectation, at least with regard to after that proceeding, is he'll be released without conditions. Um, But, you know, what the ultimate disposition of the case is is going to be up to the judge. The prosecutors are not asking for jail time. Are you concerned that the judge here might freelance? Now, stop, Uh, stop, stop, stop. What kind of stupid question is that? 
the prosecutors are not asking for jail time. Isn't that what's important to know, ladies and gentlemen? Now, I want you to understand something. This is important. You have a special counsel in the Trump case and a special counsel in the Hunter Biden case here. Both special counsel report to the Attorney General of the United States. The Attorney General of the United States ultimately is making the final decisions when it comes to Hunter Biden and made the final decisions when it came to Donald Trump. You see where this leads? In Donald Trump, he says, go get him, Tiger. In the case of Joe Biden, he says, hit the brakes. Pretty awful, don't you think? By the way, I can't place the guy. This David Weiss, this special counsel who was U.S. attorney in Delaware, he looks familiar to me. Mr. Producer, just for the fun of it, will you see what law school he went to? For some reason, this guy looks very familiar to me. I can't put my finger on it. He comes out of Philadelphia. I come out of Philadelphia. There's something, and he's, he's my age. Almost exactly. So I'm, did I go to school with this guy? Did I go to law school with this guy? How do I know this guy, or do I not know this guy? Loyola, well, that's not where I went. <clears throat> that's the law school he went to. Where did he grow up, does it say? Try that. What? What? What high school did he go to? Sorry, folks. This is live radio. But I'm, this, there's something about this guy. I think I've, I've seen that face before when I saw it today. Let us continue with the incredible questions by Katie Turr to Hunter Trump's lawyer. Hunter Trump. The Hunter Biden's lawyer. Cut five. Go. You know, look, there there are documents that haven't been publicly released yet. I think people have reported what the product prosecutors are asking for. And you have to wait till the court proceeding happens to know. Now let, let's let let's wait. So he didn't like it. And you know why he didn't like it? Because he doesn't want to go sideways with the prosecutors. So the Justice Department leaked it yet again. To influence the coverage. The Justice Department leaked again. Go ahead. But, you know, I think the judge is going to do what's fair. And I think what's fair is, you know, my client gets on with his life. Yeah, that's very fair. And, of course, that's the standard, that Democrats get along with their lives, get along, and, and Republicans spend the rest of their lives in prison. Kevin McCarthy responding to this on Capitol Hill. Go. My first reaction is it continues to show the two-tier system in America. If you are the president's leading political opponent, the DOJ tries to literally put you in jail and give you prison time. If you are the president's son, you get a sweetheart deal. Now, this does nothing to our investigation. It actually should enhance our investigation because the DOJ should not be able to withhold any information now saying that because of pending investigation, they should be able to provide Chairman Comer with any information that he requires. You know, folks, we've never had, not since Gingrich at least, a Speaker of the House who talks this way. Never. We've had... uh, Boehner, who uh big smoker and drinker. We had uh, Paul Ryan, 
was scared of his own shadow. He's talked more in his attacks on Trump than any prior Democrat president. But you got to at least admit, those of you who even dis- opposed his speakership, Kevin McCarthy goes out there and gives him hell. And I think that's very, very important. Manu Raju of CNN. Cut six, go. But Mr. Speaker, this is a Trump-appointed U.S. attorney that was held over into this administration. Why won't you accept it's it? It's done. thorough investigation. So Manu Raju uses the usual propaganda. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This guy is a U.S. attorney that was appointed by Trump. He was held over. If I were Kevin McCarthy and his team, I'd find out actually how this guy got appointed. I explained the possibilities. They need to find out how this guy actually got appointed. Go ahead. Just accept it on its merits, given the person who investigated. It was a thorough investigation. I'm asking you. But I'm asking you. So you believe it's a thorough investigation? I'm asking you. Do you think it's equal and fair that a political opponent is going to be given jail time, but a presidential son? And if you compare this to other individuals in America that have these same. against them, the same crimes that they had been guilty of, that they were proposed to have 10 years, another time period, I think that's a difference in justice. I love the way guys like this, this uh, Raju Manu, that is his name. I love, is it Manu Raju or Raju Manu? What the hell, who cares? But I love the way they, they pose as journalists. They make an assertion. They make an assertion and then raise their voice at the end as if they're asking a question, and then when a guy like McCarthy calls them on and basically says, well, do you think that's it? I don't know. I'm asking you. I'm asking you. No, you're not asking anything. You're not asking anything. You're saying he's a Trump-appointed U.S. attorney, but how about dealing, rather than the surface-level stuff that you won't even explain properly, how about dealing with the substance? This guy got away with tax fraud. He was caught. Then somebody helped him pay the difference, and he gets nothing for it. This guy, illegal. how many of you have gone to a gun show like me, you purchase a weapon, you have to fill out a form under penalty of perjury, and they tell you it's under penalty of perjury. They want to know if you've used drugs or are there any other legal issues out there, and you have to affirmatively state what? No. Then they take about 30, 40, 50 minutes and so forth. They review it. And then you can purchase a weapon. That's what Biden did. That's what Hunter Biden did. He lied in order to get a weapon to federal authorities over a gun purchase. Well, we need more laws. We need gun control. Okay, so if you're out there and you're going to murder somebody, you're part of a gang and you're plotting to murder somebody, what do you do? You go to a gun show? You go to a gun shop? And may I please purchase a weapon? Sure. Fill out this form under penalty of per. Okay, thank you. Can I use my real name or a nickname? How, how can I use my can I use my gang name? No, real name. Oh, okay. Look how ridiculous this is. But don't worry, there's Jennifer Rogers, CNN legal analyst. She's ready. She's ready. Cut seven, go. 
Given all of that and given similar cases with tax fraud, this is not a sweetheart deal. It's a deal. I think it's a good deal for Hunter Biden in that he will stay out of prison and end up with only two misdemeanors on his record. But it's certainly not a sweetheart deal out of line with what happens in the rest of the country. Ooh, a liar. I mean, a legal analyst. This is why people hate lawyers. She can get on TV and spew that BS. And she's called a legal analyst. Spews this BS. I read you a piece in the first hour by Quinn Hillier, and he says, no, not right. Most cases, in fact, are prosecuted. or People are charged, at least, with serious crimes. But not Joe. And so all the people talking about equal justice, all the people talking about gun control, they look so slimy, don't they? I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile. If you're with them, you're overpaying pure and simple. Pure Talk can easily save your family over $900 a year. Right now, get unlimited talk, unlimited text, and ultra-fast 5G data for just $20 a month. $20 a month. What about the coverage, you ask? It's phenomenal. I'm on it. Pure Talk uses the most dependable 5G network in the nation. Just go to puretalk.com and use promo code Levin Podcast to get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of data. Just 20 bucks a month. Pure Talk's amazing U.S. customer service team will make switching very easy. So choose a veteran-owned company that cares about keeping jobs in America and saving you money. Go to puretalk.com. Use promo code Levin Podcast for unlimited talk and text with plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. Again, when you go to puretalk.com and use promo code Levin Podcast, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month with Pure Talk. So as far as the media are concerned, Hunter's out of the news now. And guess what they're reporting today, ladies and gentlemen? They're attacking Republicans. What? Yes, yes, yes. They're attacking Republicans. It's the fault of Republicans, ladies and gentlemen. It's their fault. And they won't leave Hunter alone. And they want to make a bigger deal out of this than it is. I think they need to bring Bill Barr on. Maybe... Chris Christie, by the way, have you noticed, America, Chris Christie and Bill Barr are never seen together on TV? Have you noticed that, Mr. Producer? I have a theory on this. I actually have two theories. Number one, they can't possibly stock the green room with enough food if they're both there at the same time. Do you agree? And number two, they don't have a wide-angle camera lens big enough. And number three, they'll both say the same damn thing anyway. Bill, would you vote for Chris Christie for president? Would you? You won't vote for Trump. Would you vote for Chris Christie? I'll be right back. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? 
This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. How is John Carl still an ABC News reporter? The last time I remember this guy, he wrote a book trashing Trump. Is that what journalists are supposed to do? And now he's making excuses for Biden. You want to hear this? He's on with Joy Behar. And uh, on The View. Listen to this exchange. This is why you despise these people, and you should. Cut 12. uh, Hold on. Cut 11. Go. But doesn't this show, Carl, that Biden is not in the pocket of the DOJ? I mean... Yes, and again, it depends let's, 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 Let's stop a second. This woman used to be on radio. She's not on radio anymore, have you noticed? How many of these people could do a three-hour show? On their own. Even you have people broadcast. Maybe they'll do one hour, maybe they'll do two hours, because they can't do three hours. They can't hold a substantive discussion. Even with guests and even with callers, they can't pull it off. I have very few guests relative to other hosts, and I wish I would take more callers, but I take fewer than most, but we'll take more. Hey, does it show that the DOG is not in Biden's pocket? No, it shows the opposite, you moron. That's why you're not on radio. At the top, cut 11, go. But doesn't this show, Carl, that Biden is not in the pocket of the DOJ? I mean... Yes, and again, it depends on... So so how do you look at it? Do you look at it and you say, look, they prosecuted anyway. His son now has a criminal record. Yes, that shows... uh, that It would seem to show there was no interference. He didn't pull the plug on the investigation. Uh He didn't order his attorney general to pull the plug on the investigation. But what Republicans will say is that this didn't look at the bigger, more serious allegations. Notice there, you had to be careful. Listen carefully. Notice he didn't say what Democrats will say when he first defended all this. But then he says, but what Republicans will say. Go ahead. I mean, the Republicans have made lots of major allegations against Biden, against President Biden. Uh, you know, they, they call it the Biden crime family. They Thank claim you. they've you know, traded off their name, that they've, uh, they, 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 they've gotten money from. Let me help in- this guy who's stuttering through his stupidity. Ladies and gentlemen. 
we have information that's come out of the government that the FBI didn't want to provide, information about potential tapes, bribes, first of $5 million, $10 million, shell corporations set up to launder money to nine family members, including three grandchildren. You know they're not running businesses. In fact, no business in sight. If the communist Chinese laundering money through the Biden Center in Washington, D.C. to pay him a million dollars a year, if all this and much more out there, and this idiot, John Carl of ABC News, says there's no proof. First of all, proof? I don't have subpoena power, do you? I don't have a grand jury, do you? But proof? Proof? That's what they want? Here we have proof on Hunter Biden. And they say it's an overreaction. It's an overreaction to make sure he doesn't do any jail time. And that's consistent with what the Department of Justice normally does. They just keep lying through their teeth. Tax fraud. (laughs) Excuse me. Tax evasion equals tax fraud. People aren't prosecuted for that. They cut deals all the time. To the tune of a $1.2 million tax bill. Are you kidding me? You have a prosecutor who doesn't even look at Hunter Biden's laptop? Doesn't I mean, I mean, is this not a joke? And there's John Carl, ABC News. Cut 12, go. So on a scale of one to uh, Jared taking $2 billion from the Saudis, how does this look? Jared taking $2 billion from the Saudis. She has no idea what Jared's doing or not, do, not doing or the Saudis are doing or not doing. So all of a sudden, an innocent man, Jared Kushner. Innocent. Whether you like it or not. Innocent. She compares him to Hunter Biden, who was a crack addict, who was whoring around, videotaping it, who was refusing to pay his taxes, a tax cheat, who purchased a gun by committing perjury and then tried to hide the gun. Joy Behar just exposes what a complete fraud and and phony she is. How do any women go into that audience and watch this clown? She's just one of many. But, but how do you compare it to Jared Bushner taking $2 billion? And let's hear how John Carl answers. Go ahead. Look, I, I don't you know, want to compare it with, with what Jared Kushner has done, but, but there, there are significant... No, your answer should be, I have no idea what you're talking about. None. Go ahead. Hunter Biden's business dealings. You know, he has uh, the, the contract that he had uh, with, with the Ukrainian energy company, also his business dealings in China. I mean, one of the details that we reported earlier they were looking into that's just so strange, uh, he was given, Hunter Biden was given a 2.8 carat diamond uh, from a, a Chinese business. Now, that's enough. We know all the facts. Yeah, good. What a stupid show. People watch that show, Mr. Producer? Do you have to, like, have a low IQ to watch this? Just unbelievable. Now, Ken Delanian, NBC News correspondent, Ken Delanian, 
here's what he had. I'm taking around the uh, the propaganda Democrat Party media just to see if there's just one who can tell the truth. Let's try this one. Cut nine. Go. So, in a sense, you could see this as a significant victory for Hunter Biden uh, because, look, he paid back what we believe is more than a million dollars in in a tax bill last year. The the documents don't specify exactly how much taxes he owed, but um, as part of a significant investment. Why not? Why isn't it very specific? I mean, Jack the Ripper Smith seemed to be very specific about classified information that he says shouldn't have been released, and it seems to me he released most of it. Go ahead. Also looked into whether he was violating the law by representing foreign companies or governments. You know, NBC News reported that he was paid millions of dollars, some $13 million from Ukraine. There's one. He never did register as a foreign agent. Uh, What happened to that? Well, it's an ongoing investigation. So they hang that out there so they can prevent the Republicans from doing an investigation. And then the media, the Pravda media circles back and says the Republicans are out of control. Go ahead. At the end of the day, investigators did not find uh, criminal wrongdoing in any of that, at least according to this presentation today. In any of what? That he didn't register as a foreign agent? Does it really take an experienced FBI agent or experienced prosecutor to figure that out? That he did? Oh, we didn't find any criminal wrongdoing in that. I wonder what Manafred thinks today. That poor guy, he's got to look at this and say to himself, what the hell? This guy doesn't pay his taxes? On top of that, he buys a gun illegally under penalty of perjury? A.K.A. he committed perjury? And then on top of that, he didn't register as a foreign agent. He's dealing with millions and millions of dollars. With the communist Chinese, among other, I did solitary confinement. I had a gag order. I was sent to prison even before I had a trial. And this Obama judge, she went to the library to find enough books to throw at me. I, Paul Manafort, and this guy gets nothing. What kind of country has this become under the Democrats? It's a great country. It's a lousy government, a lousy media, a lousy school system. Everything the government, excuse me, the Democrats touch turns to crap. Just amazing. There's more. I'll be back. What's fair is fair. Donald Trump has an opportunity, I think, to respond to Bill Barr. Cut 17, go. So like every other president, I take things out. And in my case, I took it out pretty much in a hurry. But people 
packed it up and we, we left. And I had clothing in there. I had all sorts of personal items in there. Much, much stuff. And by the way, when Bill Barr, who's, you know, a coward, Bill Barr was a coward. Bill Barr didn't do what he was supposed to do. I fired him and he has great hatred. And that's OK, because some people do. He and some people resigned. love me very much. He didn't resign. I, I asked him, give me a letter immediately because he didn't have the courage to go after so many different things. And you and I have discussed that before. But he was a coward. And he obviously doesn't like me too much. And there are a lot of people that don't. And there are a lot of people that feel just the opposite. One of the things that's interesting about this to me is when the U.S. attorney for Philadelphia, his name was McSwain, he wrote in a letter to President Trump and made it public that he brought evidence to Bill Barr about election fraud in Philadelphia. And Bill Barr ignored it. Bill Barr, after that, started trashing this guy, because that's what he does. Starts trashing the guy. Why would McSwain want to lie about that? Why would he want to lie about it? We have our own case. Own example. There was evidence of election fraud in Delaware County, Pennsylvania. There was a judge there was trying to get to the bottom of it. They call them common police court judges there at the lowest level. And they tried to raise that matter with Maine Justice. Matter of fact, his communications director. I forget her name. And um, she basically blew it off. She basically blew it off. So and then they say, well, where's the evidence? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, we're out here trying to figure this stuff out, but seems to me when somebody tries to bring you the evidence, you shouldn't blow them off. Or when a U.S. attorney says that they tried to bring you the evidence and you shut them down, that seems to be pretty important information, Bill Barr. And I think that's what Donald Trump's talking about. They try and make him out like a nut. Well, really? And what is the definition of fraud in this context anyway? The Democrats went around from state to state, and they changed the election laws. They changed the election laws in places like Pennsylvania. And, of course, their boy... Zucker jumped in with $417 million or whatever it was, overwhelmed these various cities in these, in these sort of purplish states, or at least these battleground states. Had a huge difference. Well, you know, whatever. Accept the results. Well, that's a problem. Accept the results, they say, like the Democrats have ever accepted the results. Even when it wasn't Trump, it was George W. Bush. They never accepted those results. They never accept the decisions of the Supreme Court. They never accept the limits of the Constitution or Robert's Rules of Parliamentary Procedure. They never accept anything. But we have to accept everything. So I say, no, we are not going to accept everything. We don't have to accept everything. Nor should we. Joe Biden's in Palo Alto, California, yesterday. Said something quite remarkable. Why? Because the man is mentally unfit for office. Let me put it that way. Cut 14, go. 
And maybe most important, I've committed that by 2020, we will have conserved 30 percent of all the lands and waters the United States has jurisdiction over and simultaneously reduce emissions. Ladies and gentlemen, your president, how hard is it to say 2030 instead of 2020? If he's having difficulty grasping the difference between 20 and 30 and grasping the difference between his wife and his sister and grasping the difference between God save the queen and God knows what and on and on and on. You know, we're supposed to accept this as routine. This is supposed to be the dumbing down of our says It's not routine. It's sick. This is a man who is incapable of understanding his briefings. It's a man who's incapable of understanding his intelligence information that's provided to him. He's incapable of understanding any of it. So he's acting based on knee-jerk ideology. And so are the people around him. The people around him are using him as a sieve. They're using him as an opportunity to, to drive the radical agenda. Most of the people around him are, uh, are radical warriors from the, uh, from the days of uh, Obama. Mr. Producer, I'm trying to see here something. Oh, look at this. Came over the transom just now. Okay, there's a hit job going on right now against Sam Alito. And it just came out literally about an hour ago, and I just got it. It was just sent to me. They hate Sam Alito because of the Dobbs decision. This, this is what I mean. Do they ever say, forget it, move on? No. And honestly, this is why I wrote the book, The Democrat Party Hates America. There's no end to this. You think you get over, move along. There is no getting over. They're not going to stop screwing around with your life. They're not going to stop screwing around with your freedom. And they're not going to stop screwing around with your gas stoves, your automobiles, your air conditioning. They're not going to stop. And they're not going to stop screwing around with your family, with your kids. They are not going to stop. They must be defeated. First of all, they must be exposed in an extremely brutal and comprehensive way. This is really the, you know, American Marxism was all the ideological information, and this is more of the ideological tied to the political. ProPublica has leveled two charges. Oh, hold on. Let me, let me take a look at this and read this. Oh, it's by Sam Alito responding to ProPublica. The charges are about to come out. And I want to read this to you after the bottom of the hour. It deserves uh, better attention than this. Uh, first of all, I have to finish reading it, too. I've read the first paragraph or so. But with the Wall Street Journal editorial page is giving Sam Alito an opportunity to respond what is going to be another hit by this commie-oriented publication against another Supreme Court justice. You notice the left-wing Supreme Court justices, there's never anything. Even though Sotomayor headed up to her eyeballs, conflicts of interest. But no, 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 not her. They're going after Alito, and guess who else they're going after? Casey DeSantis. More when I return. Mark Levin, the thunder on the right. 
Call in now, 877-381-3811. I feel it's very important to stick with this show right to the end of the third hour because there are bombs dropping by the media on the left uh, that I need to address here. First, in the Wall Street Journal, uh, this broke just a little bit ago. Justice Sam Alito, ProPublica, misleads its readers. Remember, this is a radical left-wing site that went after Clarence Thomas, only goes after conservatives. Editors note, Justin Elliott and Josh Kaplan of ProPublica, which styles itself an independent nonprofit newsroom that provides investigative journalism with moral force, emailed Justice Alito Friday with a series of questions and asked him to respond by noon today. They informed the justice that, quote, we do serious, fair, accurate reporting in the public interest and have won six Pulitzer Prizes. Well, the Pulitzer Prize is worthless now. Here's the justice's response. ProPublica has leveled two charges against me. First, that I should have recused in matters in which an entity connected with Paul Singer was a party. And second, that I was obligated to list certain items as gifts on my 2008 financial disclosure report. 2008? Wasn't that 15 years ago? Neither charge is valid. Number one, recusal, he says. I had no obligation to recuse in any of the cases that ProPublica cites. First, even if I had been aware of Mr. Singer's connection to the entities involved in those cases, recusal would not have been required or appropriate. ProPublica suggests that my failure to recuse in these cases creating an appearance of an impropriety, but that's incorrect. Quote, there's an appearance of impropriety when an unbiased and reasonable person who is aware of all relevant facts would doubt that the justice could fairly discharge his or her duties, unquote. That's from the Statement on Ethics, Principles, and Practices appended to a letter from the Chief Justice to Senator Durbin in April. You notice all the Republican-appointed justices are coming under attack, except for John Roberts, of course. No such person would think that my relationship with Mr. Singer meets that standard. My recollection is that I've spoken to Mr. Singer on no more than a handful of occasions, all of which, with the exception of small talk during a fishing trip 15 years ago, consisted of brief and casual comments at events attended by large groups. On no occasion have we discussed the activities of his businesses. We've never talked about any case or issue before the court. On two occasions, he introduced me before I gave a speech, as have dozens of other people. And as I will discuss, he allowed me to occupy what would have otherwise been an unoccupied seat on a private flight to Alaska. That's it. That does it. Alaska. Oh, my God. It was and is my judgment that these facts would not cause a reasonable and unbiased person to doubt my ability to decide the matters in question impartially. Second, when I reviewed the cases in question to determine whether I was required to recuse, I was not aware and had no good reason to be aware that Mr. Singer had an interest in any party. During my time on the court, I voted on approximately 100,000 cert petitions. The vast majority received little personal attention from the justices because even a cursory examination reveals they do not meet our requirements for review. To ensure that I am not required to recuse, multiple members of my staff carefully check the names of the parties in each case and any other enlist, uh, entities listed in the corporate disclosure statement required by our rules. 
Mr. Singer was not listed as a party in any of the cases listed by ProPublica, a.k.a. ProPubica. Nor did his name appear in any of the corporate disclosure statements or the cert petitions or briefs in opposition to cert. In the one case in which a review was granted, Republic of Argentina versus NML Capital, Mr. Singer's name did not appear in either the cert petition, the brief in opposition, or the merits briefs. Because his name did not appear in these filings, I was unaware of his connection with any of the listed entities, and I had no good reason to be aware of it. The entities that ProPubica claims are connected to Mr. Singer all appear to be either limited liability corporations or limited liability partnerships. So in other words, he couldn't figure that out anyway. It would be utterly impossible for my staff or any Supreme Court employees to search filings with the SEC or any other government bodies to find the names of all individuals with a financial interest in every such entity named as a party in the thousands of cases that are brought to us every year. You know, Alito is really becoming the Scalia of the court, in my view, and I say that as a complete compliment. Reporting until a few months ago, the instructions for completing a financial disclosure report told judges that personal hospitality need not be reported, unquote, and hospitality was defined to include, quote, hospitality extended for a non-business purpose by one, not a corporation or organization, on property or facilities owned by a person. The term facilities was not defined, but both in ordinary and legal usage, the term encompasses means of transportation. Legal usage is similar. Black's Law Addiction, he has to go through all this crap. Federal statutory law is similar. And then he goes on. This understanding of the requirement to report gifts reflected the expert judgment of the body that the Ethics and Government Act entrusts with the responsibility to administer compliance with the Act. When I joined the court until the recent amendment of the filing instructions, justices commonly interpreted the discussion of hospitality to mean that accommodations and transportation for social events were not reportable gifts. I wonder if any of the Democrat justices ever uh, taken a flight here and there? No. The flight to Alaska was the only occasion when I accepted transportation for a purely social event, and in doing so, I followed what I understood to be standard practice. So for these reasons, I didn't include on my financial disclosure report for 2008. 15 years ago, either the accommodations provided by the owner of the King Salmon Lodge, who to my knowledge has never been involved in any matter before the court, or the seat on the flight to Alaska. In brief, the relevant facts relating to the fishing trip 15 years ago are as follows. I stayed for three nights in a modest one-room unit at the King Salmon Lodge, which was a comfortable but rustic facility. As I recall, the meals were a home-style fair. Ooh, that I like. I cannot recall whether the group at the lodge, about 20 people, was served wine. But if there was wine, it was certainly not wine that cost $1,000. Since my visit 15 years ago, the lodge has been sold and I believe renovated. But an examination of the photos and information on the lodge's website shows that ProPublica's portrayal is misleading. Look at how this guy is to defend himself. As for the flight, Mr. Singer and others have already made arrangements to fly to Alaska when I was invited shortly before the event. And I was asked whether I would like to fly there in a seat that, as far as I'm aware, would have otherwise been vacant. 
Now, that was a payoff. It's my understanding that this would not impose any extra costs on Mr. Singer. By the way, Mr. Singer's a billionaire. Had I taken commercial flights, I would have imposed a substantial cost and inconvenience on the deputy U.S. marshals who would have been required for security reasons to assist me. So there's nothing here. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter anymore if something is factual. Or not. And they're sending another warning flare at Alito. You better not rule the way we think you might rule on that North Carolina case, boy. I'll tell you what. You better start listening to our threats and intimidations. We are, after all, pro-pubica. Pro-pubica. We have seven, count them seven, Pulitzer Prizes. Maybe it's six. Unbelievable, is it not, Mr. Producer? So I wanted to point that out. There's a piece at Fox. You know, uh, let's see here. Kaylee McEnany is doing a fantastic job on TV. And knives out for Casey DeSantis, his wife of Florida governor, top Trump rival, becomes media's latest target. The Washington Post, the Daily Beast, political, all radical left-wing rags have all slammed Florida's first lady in recent weeks. Why are they attacking her? They act like Michelle Obama, so brilliant. Oh, she's so independent. Oh, my God, she's humble. She's a moron. That's right, a moron. Then there's Dr. Jill. Call her doctor. Why? She has a Ph.D. in education. Oh, doctor. Well, doctor with a Ph.D. in education, you better get control of your husband. Who's got nothing between the ears. And always touching the little girls. DeSantis, the wife of Ron DeSantis, obviously, began to see receiving intense media coverage even before her husband formally entered the 2024 race. Last month, Politico ran a story titled The Casey DeSantis Problem, His Greatest Asset and His Greatest Liability. We discussed that. Which quoted ex-Republicans who have become prominent Democrat allies like MSNBC contributor David Jolly. This David Jolly is an inner thigh rash on the body politic. He is a sleazeball extraordinary. And he looks like one, doesn't he? He looks like a uh, Joe Biden uh, wannabe, if you get my drift. Lincoln Project co-founder Rick Wilson, whose eyeballs pop out of his head. There's another looker. And political strategist Max Stipanetsvich. What? Raising more eyebrows was political quoting Roger Stone. Roger, stop trashing his wife, will you? You're better than that. The hell's wrong? Then, of course, we have, uh, there's Giselle Fetterman. Giselle Fetterman, the wife of John Fetterman, nobody questions it. Here's the problem. Mrs. Trump and Mrs. DeSantis are brilliant, loyal, beautiful women. Unlike their Democrat predecessors. That's right, I said it and I meant it. Both of them are professionals. Both of them uh, created their own lives before they met their husbands. Both of them support their husbands 
like a good wife, like a good husband should support their wife. Here is a woman who just recently underwent the worst kind of cancer treatment. Here she is campaigning day and night with her, with her husband, for her husband. They're raising three little kids at the same time. He's also concurrently the governor of the third largest state. They're doing a hell of a job, and they're under attack. For what? Washington Post was very upset about the power that Casey has. All this talk about breaking glass ceilings. Who are the women that they celebrate and slobber over? Nancy Pelosi, whose big, stupid husband made all the money in the family. And we hope he's doing well. Uh, Dr. Jill. Dr. Jill, Dr. Jill. No, not, not, not like a Three Stooges, Dr. Jill. What has she ever done? Nothing. Ooh. Did he say that? I said it and I meant it. Then there's uh, Michelle Obama. Basically, she had a city job or her father did or whatever. First lady. We've never had a first lady like this. First in so many ways. And I'm sorry. I find her to be an idiot. With her quasi-Marxist propaganda. She can't even get that right. But that's just me. What do I know? And then you have Melania and Casey. There's no comparison between the Republican first ladies and the Democrats. There's just no comparison in every respect, no matter how you measure it. Period. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Folks, if you have a moment after the show, or even now, head over to Amazon. The Democrat Party hates America. Really, since two and a half hours ago, it's the first time you can pre-order the book. Get in the front of the line. Um, and I hope you'll join us, because when the book comes out on September 19th, we want to hit the ground running. People say, Mark, what can I do? What can I do? Let's go. Let's do this together. You can pre-order a copy right now and not give it a second thought. It'll show up the day that it's released, which is all very, very cool when that happens. Over at Amazon.com, the Democrat Party hates America. You can go to any of my social sites and we've linked to it, correct, Mr. Producer? It's up there now. And uh, if they discount it in two or three or four weeks, you get that discount before they ship it. Well, today is the pre-order launching day. I'm very excited about this. I hope many of you are. I think many of you are. Um, You know, when you're an author and you spend all this time writing something and researching it, I mean, actually doing it yourself and putting your name on it, uh, you come under attack, of course, by the usual reprobates, particularly with a book like this that calls it like it is, The Democrat Party Hates America. And that starts a great debate because they're on their heels And they have to explain to us why they don't, but they do. They hate America. And chapter and verse is in this book. And I want to encourage you to go there. Let's see how far up the Amazon list we can go. What do you say? There's a lot of left-wing books on there right now. Let's see if you can push it way up there. That is with a pre-order. And uh, I hope you're able to do it. It's under Mark Levin. The Democrat Party Hates America. Folks... 
I love you folks, that's for sure. Every one of you, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching on our various TV platforms. All you heroes, we salute you. And I'll meet you on Amazon right now. See you tomorrow. <laughs>